Welcome to the Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya and I want to thank you so much for listening and for subscribing. So today I want to talk to you about three reasons why faith is required. Wherever you are in this season of life, know that God is requiring for you to have faith, for you to trust in him. Last week we talked about not by might, not by power, but by his spirit, says the Lord. And so everything that we do as believers is not by our own strength, it's not in our own might, but it's by the spirit of God. And so we're going to talk about why faith is required required and ways that you can build up your faith in this season. First reason that faith is required. Hebrews 11 chapter six tells us this says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So we do so many things because we want to please God, right? We focus on our prayer lives. We seek the Lord. We go to church. We, we fast, we pray, we do our best to live holy and live kind consecrated before the Lord. And so if you are someone like me, where maybe you're not perfect, but you desire to please God, you have to hone into your faith because faith is the sauce. Okay. Faith is what causes God to be pleased. And, and there's so many times in the Bible where Jesus marveled at people's faith. And so I don't want you to overlook the importance of having faith. I don't want you to be drowned out in the cliche of faith. Sometimes it's a very popular subject. And I know for me, I talk about it often. We've talked about it a lot on this podcast, but that's because it is a key critical element to every believer, every Christian, every follower of Christ. And I'm going to read this again. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is. So you have to believe that God exists. You have to believe that he is also, you have to believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So this goes into God's character. It goes into God's heart that God rewards those that diligently seek him. And when you have that understanding, your faith shifts to a different level. If you're diligently seeking the Lord and you are trusting God and you are desiring to please the Lord, you have to have faith. And so this goes throughout this entire chapter goes throughout talking about people who had faith, right? So let's look at this. Hebrews 11 chapter one says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. What does this mean? That if you can see it, it's not faith necessarily. So faith is when you cannot see it, but you have that substance. You have that hope of things that are not seen. And so that's where faith comes in. So if you cannot see it, if it looks difficult, if it looks hard, this may be a situation where you apply your faith. And verse two says, for by it, the elders obtain a good testimony. Now, even if we go throughout this, what we call the hall of faith, one thing that I love that often gets overlooked is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 13. And it says, these all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. What does this mean? Some people like Abraham, they died and they did not see the fullness of the promises of God. Why? Because the promises of God were so vast. They were so large. They would outlive them. So even the promise of Abraham is that he would have children or seeds like the stars in the sky. And so that was so 
much for him to be able to see in his lifetime. But this says that they were assured of them. So even the things that they could not see, they were assured of them. So even when you're long and gone, you have to believe the promises of God for you, for your life, for generations that are to come. This is serious faith. And what this is, is the key of understanding this one principle. God is faithful to his word. Whether you see the outcome yet or not, understand that God is faithful to his word. And this is what Abraham understood. This is what Noah understood. This is what Enoch understood that whatever God has spoken, God will fulfill it. And so when you have that level of faith, when you have that level of trust, it pleases God. Why? Because it speaks to his character. It says, God, I know that you are not a man that you should lie. I know that your word will not fall to the ground. And so verse five says by faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him for before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. I believe that Enoch pleased God so much that God just said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take you on up with me. Right. And then verse seven says by faith, Noah being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. Again, what does this mean? Noah took the word of the Lord seriously. When God spoke to Noah, Noah moved. This says with godly fear. This is why faith has to have action. Because if you know that God is speaking to you, you have to have that faith to move with godly fear and move forward. in whatever God has spoken to your heart that he's going to do faith is sometimes simply saying that you believe what God has spoken, whether you see it or not. And when you have that faith, your actions will always follow suit. Verse eight says by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place, which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going by faith. He dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs of him of the same promise for he waited for the city, which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God by faith. Sarah also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Hallelujah. Glory be unto God. So faith has to go back to the character of God. So Sarah, even though she laughed, she had her hiccups. She had some things that, you know, weren't necessarily smiled upon, but it says that she judged him faithful who had promised. And so you have to judge God to be faithful. You have to understand that God is not a man that he should lie. God will fulfill his word. He will fulfill his promise to you. And so again, the first reason that faith is required is because faith is what pleases the Lord. All right. Second reason that faith is required because you have to have faith in order to break strongholds in order to speak to mountains, you have to have faith. So it's almost impossible to overcome if you do not have faith. 
right? So Mark chapter 11, verse 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. I'm going to say this again. Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. All right. Praise be unto God. So what's the key to having whatever you say? It's faith. Have faith in God, not in your own strength, not in your own ability. But it says, for surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart. This is where faith is important in your heart. It's not always just what you say, but it's what's in your heart. Do you really believe that God is able to do it? Do you really believe in your heart? And listen, if you don't, it's okay to be honest with God. Just like that man that prayed, Lord, help my unbelief. And so you have to be honest and say, God, help me where my heart has doubt, where my heart has unbelief. Remove that from me. Remove it from my life. Of course, Hebrews also talks about beware, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief. And so that's where we take it very seriously to guard our hearts against unbelief. Hallelujah. And that scripture is in Hebrews um, chapter three, verse 12. It says, beware brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief and departing from the living God. So we have to be careful to understand, to know that it's up to us to ask God to search our heart, to see where doubt or unbelief has tried to creep in and to ask God to remove that so that we can walk by faith and possess the land. So certain mountains, God will require you to speak to them and God will move according to your faith. We see this time and time again with miracles and healings and things in the Bible where God would be, Jesus would be among so many people. And the woman with the issue of blood, she had enough faith to reach out, to touch the hem of his garment. And so it doesn't matter who's around you on your left or to your right. Faith is personal. It's a personal decision to decide to believe God for what he has spoken. And that's up to you. You have to make a decision for yourself because there's areas of faith where you have to be in agreement. You have to believe what God has spoken. Third reason why faith is required is because we live by faith. So faith is not just something that uh, we have one day or we pass by or it's seasonal. But the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38, now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. And I want to just go up a few verses. It says in verse 36, for you have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise for yet a little while. And he who is coming will come and will not tarry. So this goes back into God keeping his word, God keeping his promise. And it says, now the just shall live by faith. Live means that you are constant. You are consistent. You are enduring. You are living by faith, just like you live by oxygen or you live by your heart beating. You live by it, meaning it's critical to you. It's not optional. You have to live 
by faith. Certain things we don't have to live by. We don't have to live off of, but we do have to live by faith. What does that mean? Every day you encourage yourself in the Lord. You hold on to the promises of God. You build up your faith. Of course, there's so many ways to build up your faith. You can pray in the spirit. You can read the word of God. You can cut off things that come and seek to uh, kill your faith. There's certain things that will try to suffocate you spiritually and certain things that you don't need to have into your ear and feeding yourself. But there are things that you want to encourage yourself in the Lord, listening to the word of God, studying the word of God, being intentional to sit and be quiet and be still and building up your faith. Also building up your faith has a lot to do with remembering what the Lord has done, being reminded that nothing is too hard for God and get personal with it. Think about your own testimonies. Think about things that the Lord has brought you through. The Bible says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. And so you don't have to hold on to any past failures or any past disappointments because sometimes those things will cause you to lose faith, to lose heart. But every day, get back up and say, God, I believe you. Whether I see it or not, I believe you. This is why um, Abraham is often referred to as the father of the faith, because things that were so impossible, he still believed God. Even when Sarah was well beyond age and she could not uh, bear a child, Abraham did not doubt God. The Bible says that he did not waver in unbelief, but he stood fast. He stood fast in the promise of God because he knew the character of God and he understood that God is faithful. So this is goes, this goes back to God's character, knowing that when God speaks something, it's final, it's going to come to pass. His word will not return to him void. That's what Isaiah 55 11 says. God's word will not return to him void. And when you understand that your faith is built up because you know the heart and the character and the consistency and the faithfulness of God. Hallelujah. So I pray today that you are encouraged that you study the scriptures that were shared and you focus on why faith is so important. Don't overlook it. Even as we go into these next few months of this year, maybe you have some goals some things you're believing God for. Seek the face of the Lord until you get to a place of faith where you say, God, I believe you. I trust you. And you ask the Lord to uproot and to pull out any strongholds of unbelief off of your heart and off of your mind and off of your life. And then of course you take some action to back up your faith, right? Because faith without works is dead. I want to say a prayer for you today. Father, I thank you for every person that is listening. I thank you for the power and the presence of God. I thank you for the anointing of your Holy Spirit, Lord, that you are with us. I pray God that you will release the gift of faith. God, forgive us, have mercy on us when we have walked and operated in fear and unbelief belief, God, I just pray and command every form of unbelief to leave us now, God, that we would walk by faith and not by sight, Lord, that we would take hold of your kingdom. We will speak to mountains and they must be moved. And so God, I pray for every person that is carrying a heavy burden, that they will lay those burdens at your feet. I pray right now, God, that we will focus back on you, that you are a rewarder of those that diligently seek you. And I thank you, Father, for every mountain 
that must be moved. I thank you, Father, that we desire to please you and to please you, God. It is impossible to please you without faith. And so, God, stir up our faith. Let us walk by faith and not by sight, Lord, because our strength, our hope is in you, not in our own ability, not in glorifying our weaknesses in our flesh above you. But Father, our strength is only in you and you will do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask for or imagine. So let the fire of God rest and rule in our hearts. Lead us by your spirit, because you said as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So we thank you for leading us. We thank you for this walk and this journey of faith. And Lord, we love you and we honor you and we bless you because you are worthy to be praised in Jesus mighty name. We pray. Amen. And amen. God bless you. I want to thank you so much for listening. Be sure to share out this podcast. If it blessed you, you can also leave a review. And if you would like to purchase any Christian apparel, you can visit awakechristianclothing.com. Also feel free to follow us on prayer is breathing and also on Facebook and on Instagram. We have some exciting things coming, including a three week course that I will be hosting very soon, starting in the month of August that you can register for on Eventbrite. Those dates will be released pretty soon. God bless you. Walk in victory. Be encouraged. Thanks for listening.